BJH Hematotalks, a podcast series from the publisher of the Belgium Journal of Hematology. Welcome to this new episode of the BJH Hematotalks, a podcast series that gives you regular updates on practice-changing news in the field of hematology. In this episode, we talk with Professor in Hematology Tiziano Barguri from the Ospedale Papa Giovanni in Bergamo, Italy, about rollback in the brain in patients with polycythemia vera. Stay tuned to be updated within the next 10 minutes and benefit from this regarding the clinical management of your patients with PV. Good day, Professor Barbui. Uh, in this randomized clinical trial, you compared Ropec interferon with phlebotomy in patients with PV. What was the rationale behind this study? The rationale was that if you see patients at low risk, Low risk means patients younger than 60 without prior history of thrombosis. These patients are treated according to recommendation by guidelines, are treated with phlebotomy alone. But we are not happy for that because the rate of thrombosis in this category of patients is two, threefold higher than that of a normal population. So, in spite of aspirin, the association of aspirin plus phlebotomy is still associated with a residual risk of thrombosis that is particularly elevated. So, something should be done here. We are reasoning that uh, at the moment uh, we have a new drug that is interferon, that is a drug, uh, non-lecomogenic drug, that is very important. And uh, this drug has been uh, accepted by EMA and is uh, commercialized in Europe now. The, the name of the drug is Ropeg interferon. And this has demonstrated in phase three clinical trial that is very active in high risk patients, not in low risk, high risk patients, very active in terms of obtaining hematological response, no need of phlebotomy. And another point that is very, very important is the JAK2 allele button is reduced by using this drug in phase 3 trial. So we wanted to apply this also in low-risk patients. And what study design was used in order to examine this? And we designed a clinical trial randomizing patients with a PV at low risk, younger than 60 without prior history of the thrombosis, we randomized these people to phlebotomy, that is uh, the standard arm, versus the experimental arm that included also ROPEG interferon. And we did a clinical trial in Italy. So during the EHA Congress, you presented the findings of the interim analysis What were the main findings? Results indicated that if you have a patient with low-risk PV and you give ROPEG interferon, you are able to reduce 
the hematocrit in a higher proportion of your patients than with the phlebotomy alone even though you see a patient every month so every month if the hematocrit is over 45 you you do phlebotomy and uh, we saw that after 100 patients in the analysis of 100 patients we saw that by giving ROPEG interferon you reduce the number of lobotomy and you keep your patient on target in a higher proportion than in phlebotomy alone arm so that you realize what you want in a patient with polycythemia vera at low risk you reach the hematocrit on target that is 45 or less by reducing the number of lobotomy and you get a better result also in terms of quality of life and uh, without increasing the toxicity of these uh, two procedures in fact the toxicity high grade of toxicity was observed in very few patients with the same proportion in the lobotomy arm as in the experimental arm. And what can we conclude from these findings? So we concluded that in low-risk patients with a PV, namely younger than 60 years without prior thrombosis, if you add ROPEG interferon, you reach the best results and you can keep your patients on target of the hematocrit in a higher proportion of patients. So that's quite an impressive conclusion based on an interim analysis. What are the next steps regarding this study? The next step is to wait an additional year because at the end of the second year of observation, we will answer other questions, for instance. We answer the question whether you can keep also, over time, glucoside and platelet number at normal levels. You can reach also the best results in terms of splenomegaly. You can have, this is very, very important, you can have also a reduction of the Jack 2 allele burden that is very, very important to establish whether the drug is able also to modify what is the hallmark of the disease that is the mutation of Jack 2. Thank you very much for explaining this in this podcast, Professor Babui. Thank you for asking me. This podcast was brought to you by the publisher of the Belgium Journal of Hematology. For more hemato talks, please visit us at bgh.be. Thank you for listening.